slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Yes, we made it through this week, which is uh, very good news to say the least, and so much more going on right now in the world of the New York Islanders. Last night, the NHL schedule released. We're going to break it down for you, all the different uh, important dates and, and basically the easier and more difficult parts of this schedule, so make sure you listen to that. We're going to say our fond farewell to Jordan Eberle, look back at his season with the Islanders and really his career with the Islanders, uh, four seasons he spent here on the island, and we'll talk about that and again more of what it means for the team that he's no longer going to be there. We also will be looking at one of the more popular recent Islanders as our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and a whole lot more coming up on today's show. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join me Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. to get in on the action. If there's something Islanders-related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about, feel free to... Email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name, your first name, and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we speak about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We will keep you up to date on everything happening from the NHL draft to the free agent period the schedule release, which is happening now, and of course, uh, training camp preseason all the way to the regular season, and we now know when that's going to be. So uh, that's pretty exciting. Let's start now with the schedule for the New York Islanders. It is official, and this is an unusual uh, schedule, to say the least. Uh, The Islanders start this season off with 13, straight road games and that is because of the fact that the UBS arena you know may not be ready to go right away when the season gets underway so the Islanders have a 13 game road trip but what that also means is that in their last 69 games 41 of them will be played at home at the brand new UBS Arena, so they're going to have to weather uh, that tough 13-game road trip to start the season, and then, uh, you know, there'll be a lot more home games on the back end, including, by the way, 
five of the last seven games will be home games for the Islanders. And, you know, what that means is, as the schedule's winding down, if the Islanders are fighting for a playoff berth or for first place or for uh, whatever position it is that they're fighting for, home ice advantage, whatever it is, uh, they will have more home games down the stretch. And again, five of your last seven at home, that is always a welcome thing. So, A 13-game road trip to start the season. It all gets underway Thursday, October 14th. So mark your calendars. It'll be opening on the road against Carolina, and they'll continue to head south to Florida for their second game. That 13-game road trip, uh, the closest they're going to be uh, to home is a game against the New Jersey Devils on Veterans Day. That is November 11th. But other than that, uh, you really don't have too many, you know, division-type games. You've got, uh, okay, at Carolina, at Florida, at Chicago, Columbus, then out west to Arizona, Vegas, Nashville, Montreal, Winnipeg, Minnesota, the Devils, Uh, Tampa Bay and Florida, and that's your 13-game road trip. So uh, for fans who aren't going to be traveling, Newark is going to be the closest that you can have. And then, you know, the Islanders' first ever home game at the UBS Arena at Belmont is scheduled for Saturday, November 20th, and it'll be the Calgary Flames coming into the UBS Arena, to face the New York Islanders in that one. It's the first of a four-game homestand. Uh, It'll be Calgary, Toronto, the Rangers, and then the Penguins for the first four home games at UBS Arena. First trip to Madison Square Garden is Sunday, November 28th. And, yeah, it's going to be, needless to say, a very, very challenging kind of a season. Now, you got to understand, in addition to the 13-game road trip, 19 back-to-back games. Now, the Islanders have done very well as far as back-to-backs go under Barry Trotz, so that's encouraging, but 19 back-to-backs is a lot, and 11 times this year, they will be playing three games in four nights, and, you know, when you have 19 back-to-backs and 11 times three games in four nights, you're going to test your depth and your stamina, so this team is going to have to be in very good shape, to say the least, uh, for this season. Now, their first trip to Seattle to face the expansion Kraken uh, will be Tuesday, January 4th, And, by the way, there is a home game on New Year's Day against the Edmonton Oilers. So, uh, there is that to be considered as well. Lots of important dates coming up on this schedule. There will be a West Coast swing in late February. uh, The 24th in San Jose, the 26th in LA, the 27th in Anaheim, and then March 1st. Uh, in Colorado before they return home, and that will be, you know, again, one of those mid-season longer road trips. 
that the Islanders will have to handle. For those of you who like to watch new teams and see their uniforms in person and, you know, experience the Seattle Kraken first edition, they will be at the UBS Arena on Saturday, January 29th, and that is all part of what is essentially a five-game homestand from January 25th through February 1st. Down the stretch, we mentioned that five of the last seven games will be at home. Uh, That is April 17th against Toronto, the 19th against Florida, the 21st against the Rangers, then a road game in Buffalo, home for the Hurricanes, on the road in Washington, D.C., and the regular season ends late this year. Obviously, you have uh, that break in the middle for the Olympics, so Thursday, April 28th, uh, the season finale at home against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So the Olympic break that we were talking about will be from the last game the Islanders play will be February 1st, a home game against Ottawa, and then their next scheduled game is February 24th when they have their West Coast swing starting in San Jose. So that's the some of the highlights of this schedule. It will be a challenging one, but uh, if they can survive that early road trip, There's a lot of home games down the stretch. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Jordan Eberle, his situation, uh, what he meant to this team, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. So, time to talk a little bit about Jordan Eberle, who was claimed by the Seattle Kraken in the expansion draft. And, And I am... Uh, sort of having mixed feelings about it. Obviously, I I am sorry to see Eberle go. He was a good player, worked hard, a dedicated Islander. Uh, His best season statistically was 2017-2018, 25 goals, 59 points that year. And then, of course, you know, Barry Trotz comes in the following season And the statistics fall off a little bit as the Islanders play more of a defensive-oriented style. This past year, he played in 55 of the Islanders' 56 games, had 16 goals and 33 points, was a plus-9, which was his best plus-minus number with the Islanders overall in four seasons. 272 games with the Islanders, 76 goals, 169 points. So uh, you certainly have to respect what he did. The thing about Eberle, uh, he really was more of a second-line player statistically at this point in his career. Not really that 25-30 goal guy that you want on your first line. A good offensive player in spurts, he would really be outstanding, but for the most part, more of a good rather than a great offensive contributor. And, you know, I think that that had an effect. Look, this past year, he had a couple of two-goal games, one in a win in New Jersey back in January, another one uh, in a win against Pittsburgh uh, on February 6th. So those were, uh, you know, he had a three-point game on April Fool's Day against the Capitals. Uh, so that was also a very strong performance. But then he would go 
you know, stretches where he wasn't very productive at all. And that was certainly frustrating. In the playoffs, Eberly again, kind of uh, hot and cold. Uh, he had goals in back-to-back games in the Penguin series, then didn't get one uh, until much later in the Boston series, and then against Tampa Bay, only had one goal and uh, two assists in that seven-game uh, series in the conference finals against Tampa Bay. Overall, again, Eberly played well, good but not great, was able to play well and develop some chemistry with Matthew Barzal, which is not always an easy thing to do because of Barzi's speed and his uh, tendency to hold on to the puck. And overall, Eberly fit in pretty well. And, and when he and Anders Lee were on the ice along with Barzal, you know, that was a pretty solid trio for this Islanders team. But at this time, I think that there are some reasons to be pleased that Eberly is moving on. Right now, he's 31 years old. He is nearing the end of his prime, and obviously he's going to start to slow down most likely in the next few years. So that is one issue. Uh, always better, as the expression goes in sports, to get rid of a player a year too soon rather than a year too late. And I think with Eberle, uh, that is very apropos. As far as the cap situation is concerned, $5.5 million cap hit, his productivity doesn't match a $5.5 million cap hit. It's more like a four to four and a half million dollar cap hit. Uh, and if the Islanders can take that money along with the Andrew Ladd money, the Johnny Boychuk on the long-term injury list money, and the Nick Letty to Detroit money, and bring in a bona fide first-line winger to play with Anders Lee and with Matthew Barzal, I think that this would be a step forward for the Islanders organization, not to say anything bad about Barzal. I really like the guy uh, as a hockey player, but I I think that at this point in time, as much as it's a little bit sad to see him move on, the Islanders are better off moving on without him, and I think Jordan Eberle will be better off in Seattle, where he'll get first-line ice time, which will probably be more than what Lou Lamorello who, and Barry Trotz, who like to do the four-line thing and roll them. Uh, probably on Seattle, he'll get a little bit more ice time as a first-liner than he does on the Islanders, and they'll probably, almost certainly, play a more offensive-minded system than the Islanders do. Almost every NHL team does. At the very least, it'll be the same, you know? So... I think Eberle's numbers will go up. He'll certainly be on the top power play unit in Seattle. And as much as it's a little disappointing to see him move on, I think it is best for Jordan Eberle and realistically also what's best for this Islanders team at this particular time. So Jordan Eberle, we wish you all the best. You were a very good New York Islander, a good citizen, a good hockey player, a hard worker, and productive 
over the course of your four seasons here on the island, and you will be remembered fondly by most Islanders fans uh, when they look back on what you accomplished here and what you helped the team accomplish here. Because realistically, the last two years when the Islanders went to the conference final, Jordan Eberle was a big part of that, and it's something that should be remembered and appreciated. And look, Eberle did, along with a lot of the other, you know, top six forwards on this team, sacrificed his statistics in order to help this team win. And you can't overlook that because so many athletes in this day and age aren't willing to do that. Uh, It's all about my next contract. It's all about my numbers. It's all about getting the endorsements that goal scorers get. And Jordan Eberle was never about that. He was a good team guy, and he will be missed. So best of luck to Jordan Eberle as uh, he moves on now to the Seattle Kraken for the 2021-2022 season. We've got more to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll talk a little bit about the NHL entry draft, and of course we have our Islanders birthday of the day. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Do you know that Built Bar comes in nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? And if you like those, they are good and they tend to sell out very quickly. Listen to some of these great flavors. Cherry, coconut, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There really is something for everyone. And if you haven't tried all of the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine permanent flavors. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, just four grams of sugar and four grams of net carbs. So they're not only great tasting, but they are good for you. Go to Built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And this is a special one for a lot of Islander fans and for me as well. Want to wish a very happy 30th birthday on Saturday to former Islanders goaltender Robin Lehner, the native of Sweden, only spent one season with the Islanders. That was 2018-2019, and yet it really did make an impact on Lehner and on Islander fans. Uh, Lehner being very uh, forthcoming about his battles with mental illness and being brave and and really winning over the hearts of Islander fans as he bounced back from a difficult season the year before in Buffalo uh, in 46 games with the Islanders. He had a 2.13 goals against average and a 9.30 save percentage. It really revitalized his career. He went on to Chicago last year and then was traded to Vegas and played well for Vegas in the playoffs, both in 2019-2020 and uh, again in the 2020-21 season, although in the playoffs, Marc-Andre Fleury got most of the work for the Golden Knights. But we're going to go back and look at one of the better games that 
Robin Lehner had with the Islanders February 23rd, 2019 at the Rogers Arena in Vancouver. The Islanders visiting the Canucks. Obviously, Robin Lehner, the goalie for the Islanders, while Vancouver goes with Jakob Markstrom. And it was the Islanders getting on the board first, just 4.48 into the game. Casey Sezikis, his 17th from Johnny Boychuk and Devon Taves. Islanders had the early one to nothing lead. Then the Islanders add to the lead in the second period. Ryan Pulak, his 7th. Matthew Barzal and Adam Pellick with the assist at 14.05. After one period, it was 2-0 Islanders. And that's how it stayed through a scoreless second period, even though Vancouver had three power play chances in that second stanza. In the third, Anthony Bevilier adds to the Islanders' lead, his 14th from Josh Bailey and Valtteri Filppula at 2.34. And then Vancouver pulls the goalie, even though they're down 3 to nothing. And Cal Clutterbuck seals the deal for the Isles with his 8th and empty netter at 18.46. Give the assist to Brock Nelson. Islanders win this one 4 to nothing. 36 save shutout in this game for Robin Lehner, who played very well for the Islanders and really was inspirational for a lot of fans. So he turns the big 3-0 this uh, Saturday, today, uh, or really tomorrow, for uh, those of you who listen to this the day it's released. And we want to wish Robin Lehner... Uh, a happy, healthy birthday, many, many happy more, and we wish him all the best, obviously, except maybe when he's playing the New York Islanders, but uh, Robin Lehner, 30 years old today. The NHL draft taking place today and tomorrow for the Islanders, barring an unexpected trade, all of the activity will be taking place on Saturday. Realistically speaking, No first-round pick this year for the Islanders. That is because of the trade that brought Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac to the Island at the trade deadline. So the New Jersey Devils have the Islanders' first-round pick. The draft will be broadcast on ESPN2, as ESPN now is the rights holder, or one of them, for the National Hockey League starting now. But the other thing is, obviously... From an Islander's perspective, Lou Lamorello, he's pretty darn good at finding gems in the second, third, fifth round, whatever the case may be. So we'll be keeping track of all the Islanders' picks. And, you know, like I said on the show yesterday, don't be surprised if five, six, ten years down the road, you look back at this 2021 draft and say, hey, You know, Lou Lamorello found two or three players who were a big part of this team's success, uh, even if they're not going to make a lot of headlines on draft day because the Islanders do not have a first-round pick. We will be back on Monday to review all of the Islanders' picks, give you some information about each of them and where they're going to fit into this team and a whole lot more. We also will continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders' from last season and projecting what role they'll have going forward on this uh, team in 2021-2022. So a busy weekend for the Islanders, even if they don't have a first-round pick. 
Betting on the NHL or any sport doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Enjoy the draft. And of course, let's go Islanders.